0: Ooh, what is up? What is good? You know, the kid that did is back again. Man, it's been a week. It has been a week. It has been a week. And I'll tell you why it's been a week. Obviously, because there's seven days in a week, that's a week. But honestly, the other version is when we had a game yesterday, which we lost. Um, we're in Delaware, currently speaking. Um The day before that was our travel day. And the day before that, we had a game. So there's two games. We're going to have a game tomorrow at 11 a.m. Go figure. It's Wednesday, tomorrow, 11 at on a Thursday. Huh? And then we bus to D.C. where we play a game that night, then travel on Saturday and then play on Sunday. It's going to be a week. And it's already been a week. And I say that knowing how grateful I am and thankful I am for the opportunity to just express myself on this. I have been obviously fortunate enough, as many of you know, to be on the selection committee for our new head coach at Texas Tech. And I do not, do not, do not take that lightly by any means. To be honest, that is priority number one in my life. And it sounds crazy. Priority number one, either even to this podcast, it sounds crazy because I've never said that, literally, ever. but. I just know that that's very important and I know that you know that they didn't just pick me because oh people love me and I'm Norton. and no I think and I know people invite answers not problems so when I'm whenever if you're listening even you listening and you're invited somewhere you're added into something don't take it as oh they just need an extra guy they need an extra girl no they invite answers not problems so if they invited me I see myself as an answer to help a problem, to help a need, to serve a need for our, you know, school and community. And it's been great. It's been great. And just to give you an inside look, we have, you know, conversations with candidates. I can't say Much. I can't say the candidates. I can't say anything about it. I can't text anything about it. So the people that are texting me random names for head coaches that I'm not texting back, I'm not gonna say anything. The people that are DM me random pictures of coaches, I'm not gonna say anything. The people that are on Twitter just adding me and tagging me and all these random names names of coaches, I'm not gonna say anything. It's funny though. I get it. Obviously, as a fan, I get it. Like, as if you know somebody that actually cares about you, like I do. Why the hell wouldn't I blow this man's phone up and say, "Hey, make sure you get my boy here, or make sure you get so and so." Oh, I know a coach. <laughs> he used to coach my little son. He used to coach my little friend at uh so and so ex college. And then, bro, relax. I get it. I get the recommendations, but I would ask that you know you trust the people that you care about. I care about you. You care about me, and you got to trust kind of the character that I have, and you know the judgment that we all have on the panel and the committee. So now it's been a uh, it's been cool. It's been cool and you know, at first, when you go into those meetings, literally, I'm the youngest by years, like, you have the AD of the school, you have the head coach of the football team, you have a a significant donor to the program, and then you have (laughs) Norts. And you're in these rooms, and you're talking to these different candidates and going through, you know, different things. And my first time doing it, at first, I was, I wasn't playing the background, but I was just thinking like I had a lot of anxiety and the mind blues is getting to me when I'm on zoom and I'm like oh what should we do in those meetings and you know in conversations you feel some type of way and then you start just being yourself and authenticity takes over and the care and the love shines bright and it shines more so than the negative voice because that's that's all it is when that voice that negative voice that mind blue comes on you in those moments your love for the thing that you're doing, will shine through as you push and you, you know, stay connected with who you are. So I don't know. I was just being myself and, you know, long story short, I don't want to say too much, but I want to show kind of in a way. It's just funny. It's just if you picture the dynamic, you know, one would think he has to play the background. But let me tell you and let me assure you, (laughs) there has not been Norris playing the background to anything. And that's not because, oh, I'm almighty Norris. No, it's because that's not who I am. That's not who I am as a person. I'm authentic and I'm, you know, kind of a, for lack of better words, boisterous kind of guy, a personality guy, a relationship type of guy. I speak with a lot of passion and I don't know how to hide that. And if I have a shell of myself, we're not coming as a passionate nor not because I'm not like them. You know, when you get into a circle like that, you're obviously the outlier or you're obviously the different one. So you want to be like the group? No, that is not. No fiber in my bone is like that. So it's like I remain myself. And then after the conversations, I'm realizing, wait, that's why I'm there. That's why you're the answer. You're the answer. If you're listening to this, if you feel like you're the outcast, you have to fit in. You have to do something for a new opportunity or something that you're going into a new team like with this team sometimes I'm like, bro, like why everybody quiet but me? Like, should I be quiet in these days? I'm just walking around quiet. But I'm like, no, talk, have a conversation. And then you get some more out of other people because you're being yourself and not knowing that you being the light that you are, that charismatic person that, you know, bringing the light to a room that invites people to be themselves. When people see a charismatic person, a leader, be themselves. That makes them say, oh shit, I could be me. I can relax. Like, I don't know. I just think that, oh no, when you're in these rooms and I'm going back to my situation again, uh, every so now and then I do like to do disclaimers and I'm going to do it now. I'm not always like this, but I am like this. And I'm saying this because I jump all over the place. I'm ADD, I jump, blah, 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 blah. All right, disclaimer over. But I'm saying this because I just felt good And it's not because like I was able to be authentic in those meetings in that stage. You know, it's a big deal. You're hiring and you're deliberating about a a big position that we care about that not only the fans deserve to have a Texas tech, you know, winning championship, winning team. Like that's the bar that we sent. That's the bar that we have the standard of excellence, the fans, the community, the alumni, everybody, we deserve that. So it's like, when you're aligning yourself with a candidate like that, you're, you know, you're asking the real questions. You're having the real conversations. And I'm not taking that lightly by any means, nor is anybody on that panel taking it lightly. So it's it's funny because at first you want to come like, oh, I'm excited to be here. That's what the mind bully told me. And then when I got there, I'm like, no, that's not it. You're here because of the light that God put inside of you. It's nothing of you. It's the trace that you've been working, grinding on. Some people see it as valuable. Thank God, and that you're in the room for you to be a shell of yourself at this moment. It's pointless, and I feel like that's a good, you know, kind of analogy for all of us, bro. There's a lot of times. When we're doing these things, we get accolades, we get put into a different room. We try to be a shell of ourselves because we just want to be a fly on the wall. No, your ass worked hard to be in the room that you're in now at that next stage. Be yourself. Grow. You can make mistakes. There's no perfect person breathing. And I'm, I don't know. It's just like, you know, you gain validation from people, people's responses, which is good. But then it's like, I don't want validation from that. I want validation from the feeling, from how I, you know, being myself. And it's just like, you just recognize that, you know, people are people. I don't know. I'm talking out loud. It's like no one's special. Yes, they're big time. Everybody's big time in what they do. But it's like, there's no one better than you. God put you on this earth for a reason. You have a unique trait that other people don't have. And that's not the point. You're not competing with them. You're competing within yourself. So when you get put in these rooms, you compete and you are be like, no, I can be better. I can do this. I can add more to this conversation. And adding more is literally being yourself more. It's not becoming a shell of yourself because you're adding less to the conversation and you're not shining the light that you're supposed to. Literally, I don't know. As a Christian, my job is to glorify God in every room that I'm in and everything that I do. How can you glorify God if you are not, oh, oh, well, God, let me put you on time out. Let me listen to my mind, believe right now and be, you know, quiet and anxious. And no, he didn't give me that. That's not what he gave me. <laughs> Bruh. I don't know. It's funny because. We we allow these things that we watch on social media and everything and everybody's opinions to kind of, oh, it's normal to be scared or it's normal to have fear. And it's normal. okay if you're a person breathing in this world system, you know, the ruler of this world is not God. To be honest, Adam sold us out when he (laughs) don't bite the apple. apple, Can I speak Can I speak? I always do that. Don't bite the apple. They 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 lost the battle there and. You know, the ruler of this world is not Christ, but the ruler of my life is Christ. And if the ruler of this world was Christ, you, you see what you see all of this stuff going on. And so I don't even know what my point was right there, but I'm saying like, I don't go off this world system. This world says, oh, it's fear. Oh, here's my point. You are going to be in fear because of how it was set up from the start. You know, evil is around fears around that happens. But as a Christian, as a man of God, my thing is I remember the truth that I have the spirit in me and I know what I'm equipped with. I know the truth that I go back to and it's not opinions from other people. So I know that. And I walk into these rooms with my head to the damn sun, chest to the sky, knowing that, hey, bro, like that's who I am. And a lot of the times, like we listen to these things where it's normal, it's normal. okay, it's normal because the system that we're in. But that doesn't mean it's the truth. It can be normal, but it's not the truth. It's not the truth about who you are. It's not the truth about what you can do. So it's like, imagine scrolling on Instagram, mindless scrolling, looking at opinions, and then going into a room where you're supposed to be yourself. You can't because you haven't fed yourself with the real truth. I don't know. It's it's just interesting. It's interesting because I wasn't built to be anxious. I wasn't built to be depressed. I wasn't built to have a Low self-esteem. I wasn't built to have an inferior complex. I wasn't built for that. You weren't built for that. You weren't made for that. Nobody called you to do that. You're accepting that if that's your choice. And a lot of the times we don't even realize that that's the choice we're making by saying these things, by listening to these things, by growing in these things. It's subconscious, like our new normal, but it only takes one simple message, one simple moment, one simple truth to get your mind on a different thought, to get your mind on truth, a perspective shift. And once you get your eyes on the truth and when you get your hands in the truth, and when you get your little feet, you dig in your heels into the real truth about who you are, then that turns the tide. I don't know how I get to this moment all the time after talking about a selection committee, but I do think it's just important, bro. It's like Every time you try to do something great, obviously mute your damn mic, Norrance—not mic, but your phone. Every time you try to do something great, that voice keeps pulling you down for a reason. And if you have the awareness to know, okay, I'm about to do something big right now, and this voice is loud. Why? Because it wants me to change into a different person. Literally, every time that voice comes, think of it different. Step out of your ugly big black eyes. That doesn't make sense. Whatever. Zip out of your big, nasty Crocs that you got on. They wet and dirty. I'm looking at mine right now. And see yourself as you weren't yourself. And you're like, wait, why is this person always anxious in a big moment right now? Wait, is he prepared? Yes. Is he overprepared? Probably so. How many sheets of paper does he need for this? He's over preparing because he wants to be perfect because he wants to show himself like he knows what he's talking about because he wants to be a figure. You don't need all that, my boy. If you're there, the feeling of feeling that anxious, that anxiety is there to make you act like you're someone you're not. Yes, prepare. But don't do it to the point of you can't even show up correctly as yourself being authentic. I know. I was going to say, I don't know. I know. My mind believed trust to get me to speak things that I, you know, I know. And if it's not articulated in the way somebody's listening, I don't care because I know what I'm saying. And this whole thing is like freeing to me. I've had a lot this week, you know, from traveling to games, to practices, to workouts, to, you know, the committee, to the podcast, to production of the podcast, to trying to get it on YouTube, just trying to put up the post, to writing, to setting up the next podcast, to meeting with the league and and joining a conversation about player development, to, you know, next thing, next thing, next thing. And I'll tell you not, it's not a burden, it's a blessing. But my thing is learning how to balance these things and and to still show up with the same energy, vitality, to ask questions, to talk to other people. Like just now, I went to an Uber to go to get some I got these cauliflower. This cauliflower po-, po. Can I speak? This cauliflower po' boy at Trolley Oyster House in Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. I'm telling you, fire! I've ate three of them. Literally, not all today, but I ordered one yesterday. I went Ubered, sat at the bar, ate it, talked to Andrew Soros on Facetime, came back. Literally, the next day after a game, went there, picked it up to go because all the stuff I listed today, I had like two meetings, two Zooms, a workout, all this stuff. Another workout. Yeah, I did a lot. So I wanted it to go. Yeah, and I ate one. I'm about to eat one after this episode. That's my little treat before bed. Got a game tomorrow, but yeah, that's fire. But all, I'm saying all this to say like on the way there at Charlie Orster House, I'm having conversations with people. A lot of times you get so busy, you put your little AirPods in, and you just lock in because I got to read. I got to stay study, I got to learn about my next guest. I got to learn about the next thing. It's like when you're busy doing all these things, you feel like, oh, do I ever have time for myself? Oh, I can't even read. I can't even write like I want to. Oh, I don't, I'm not like, I don't feel deep right now. I feel empty. I feel like I've been scrolling mindlessly because usually like I like to put my phone on do not disturb during the day because it's like, I can read, I can write, I can think. But, you know, with, so much going on. You know, you're on a team traveling, you have different things. You're on the committee. I can't put my phone on do not disturb. I'm going to miss something. So it's like, dang, I'm so pulled in this way, this way, this way. All my energy and my time is on other things. Like I can't think for myself. I don't have that time to recharge. So it's like, when I get in the Uber, I want to put my my headphones on just to think or read or do something. When I get in public, I want to do that. But I'm like, no, that's not you, bro. And every time I take my damn AirPods, put it in my big pockets and have a conversation with a random. I'm like, wait, this is what I like to do. I like having conversations with random people and ask them about different stuff, like why Delaware doesn't have a state tax. And then she tells me, oh, like eight states don't have a state tax. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Then she's like, oh, when I go to a school in Pennsylvania next year, it's going to be different. And we're just asking ourselves, oh, it's so great to have a conversation, bro. Then we get on, I get in the Uber, meet this guy from Liberia. He's talking about how Philly woman, these ain't these women ain't, these women ain't it. these. I'm like, you know, me with a podcast has helped me see the other perspective. I'm like, well, what about Philly man, my brother? He's like, yeah, that's the thing. I'm just saying like, all it ain't it here. I'm like, well, like you should make do with, you know me. I try to make a light of it. You should make do with the situation you have here knowing that I probably wouldn't rock with no Philly. Yeah. yeah they seem rough. Anyways. I oh, don't know. We just getting a conversation about Nigeria and li- uh, Liberia and our Cultural values. And I don't know. It's just connection that I crave. Connection, you know, showing yourself like having these conversations was so good. And another thing, going back to the committee stuff, it's like I started feeling good because I could be myself, but that's not really why. It's like, damn, like I like service. I'm helping my school right now. I'm helping people that I really love. I'm helping something that I really care about right now. And I'm showing up. I'm not just a fly on the wall. I'm showing up. I'm, you know, pushing and prying and asking things that need to be asked about, not caring about how, oh, this person might feel a little way for me asking this tough question. No, like I care more about how my school will be, how my program will be than somebody's feelings in this moment, because it's like you got to ask certain things to know the character of somebody, to know the drive of somebody, to know how competitive somebody is, to know the vision of somebody, to know if they care about the community, the people, the parents, the families, the lineage, like long term to know if they really care. You got to ask certain things. You know, you got to pry in their background. You got to see their outlook. You got to see how they think. You got to see how they react and, you know, ponder and just, I don't know. You got to see how they really are as a person. And I think that, you know, it's been a pleasure and it's been really that I'm grateful for the opportunity to just show up for my school in that way and be a small part of making or crafting or just, you know, planning for the future. I don't know. It's just cool. It's really cool. And um, I've been rambling. That's my style. Obviously, I'm in Delaware. and I'm just kind of grateful. I'm not kind of. I'm grateful. I have no idea who's going to be on the pod for Monday. And that's kind of the thing that goes in my head. I'm like, OK, my guest canceled. My guest is actually on leave. And she took a trip. And, you know, I'm going to have her on later on. So it's just like, okay, I got to think on the fly who's going to be my guest. Is it going to be me? I don't want to put out a squandering product, but I'm going to put out something. When am I going to put it out? I don't know. So I'll do some prayer, some intra, intra, introspection, reflection, write my notes, see, and get a great guest for the next pod. But no, it's been cool, man. If you haven't listened to this week's episode, I haven't done a great job of, you know, production and, you know, pumping it out because I do want to try different things and you know, I have different clips I'm trying and YouTube and just trying different things. But it's out and it's great. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. I, In my opinion, obviously, Sahil Mito, shout out, my boy. But no, things are on the up and up. Just had a busy, busy week. And this Talking Tough is the way I can reflect. And I'm liking that so much because at first I used to just, oh, I don't have anything to say. But, bro, this is Talking Tough. I can literally talk tough and rough, and without no love. I got all type of stuff. What are you talking about? I'm out! Bye.